Tomorrow is election day, and tens of millions of people have already cast their ballot, many of them by mail. The numbers so far are pretty staggering. As of late last week, over 50 million mail-in ballots had already been returned, and millions more may still be cast. Adam Clark Estes has been covering how the U.S. Postal Service is handling all of these ballots. He's the deputy editor here at Recode. Hey, Adam. Hey, Teddy. So it's too late to mail on your ballot, right? It's too late to mail in your ballot. The U.S. Postal Service will not be able to get it to the election board on time. Okay, so that's clarified. A few months ago, there was a lot of controversy about the U.S. Postal Service. The Postmaster General seemed to be kind of making changes, right, that would make it harder for people to have their mail-in votes counted on Election Day. I haven't heard about that in a while. What happened to those changes? And have mail-in ballots been arriving on time so far? Well, a lot of the changes did get reversed, but there's also a lot of evidence that the delays never fully went away from the U.S. Postal Service. Uh, Louis DeJoy is the new Postmaster General. He's a top Trump supporter, and he instituted a number of changes over the summer that slowed down the mail quite a bit. And there was a huge backlash, and a series of court orders essentially forced the USPS to roll back those changes. But it's still difficult to say whether or not the mail ever returned to to being on time. Um, Last week, the Postal Service released uh, some numbers that uh, indicated delivery times were uh, better than they were over the summer, but still for election mail, not quite up to the 95% on time that the Postal Service had promised. And Mm. in key states like Pennsylvania, it was particularly bad. In Philadelphia, on some days, the it was 50 or 60% of the mail was arriving on time, which really scared a lot of people. If you adjust those numbers to just look at the election mail, they're better, but still not as good as we might like them to be. Still not 100%. So the Supreme Court recently has been making all these rulings. We've been hearing about them piecemeal that have to do with mail-in ballots. It can be kind of confusing. So tell me, like, what were those cases and how important are they? There are a couple of key cases, uh, one in Pennsylvania and one in North Carolina that the Supreme Court ruled on. And they ruled to extend the deadline for when those states could receive mail-in ballots. In Pennsylvania, they extended it to three days after the election day. In North Carolina, it's up to nine days. Now, this is extremely important because if you think back to all of the anxiety about uh, delays in the mail over the summer. Delays in the mail mean that people who put their ballots in expecting a piece of mail to get to its destination in a normal time, first-class mail, I think typically is two or three days. If they put their ballot in the mail by last Tuesday, so a week before election day, at that point, because of the delays, experts were already saying that there was not enough time for those ballots to actually get to the boards of election on time. Mm. And so by giving Pennsylvania and North Carolina, again, two key swing states, by giving them a little bit of extra time, the Supreme Court uh, has effectively uh, corrected for some of those delays. What about Wisconsin, though? In Wisconsin, the story was quite different. And the Supreme Court there ruled that the state could not extend its deadline past Election Day. So in Wisconsin, only the ballots that arrive by Election Day can be counted in this election. Again, another key swing state. Uh, Wisconsin is very important to uh, a, a path to victory for both Biden and Trump. But if you're in Wisconsin and your vote arrives after Election Day, it won't get counted. So with all these mail-in ballots, you know, there are tens of millions of people that have voted by mail. Obviously, a lot more that have voted in person, but early. What does this tell us about the race so far that, you know, Election Day 
really could be a day when there are fewer votes cast than the number of votes that have been cast before Election Day. One thing we can say for sure is that the number of mail-in ballots already cast, already received by boards of election far exceed what we saw in 2016 um, and are setting records for mail-in voting in general. Then again, we know that more people are uh, mailing their votes in now because of the the pandemic. Uh, So it's hard to say how many more people are actually going to show up on election day. Right. We do have an idea of the number of mail-in ballots that went out um, and the number of ballots that have already arrived back to election boards so far. And uh, so far, there's still quite a lot. There are millions of ballots that have not been mailed back yet. But it is looking like voter turnout overall is going to exceed what we saw in 2016. At the same time, because of these mail delays, because of these changes in rules, and because the voter turnout will be so huge, we probably won't know when polls close on election night who won the election. It might take up to a week before we have a good idea of who the winner is. It could be that election night, it looks like Trump wins. And then because Democrats mailed in a lot of their ballots, there's a blue shift to Biden by the end of the week. But we'll see. Adam Clark Estes, deputy editor here at Recode. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Teddy. 